0: What's up, guys? Kels Charles-McMurray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation, as always. Hello.
1: Happy Friday, everybody. The draft is drawing near. Cowboys are being boring right now, but we're going to give you some fun stuff to discuss (laughs) with
0: us. (laughs) Listen, my favorite thing about this team is that, like, it could be pure, like, boring dull off season and the Cowboys will still find a way to make headlines because that's who they are.
1: Yes. And I I love that for us, especially, I mean, we say this all the time. Jerry will always keep them in the conversation, whether we like it or not.
0: He literally says, just make sure you spell my name right.
1: (laughs) And we always do. And we think about when I think of McGriddle's, I think of Jerry Jones now. Like the branding is strong. <laughs> Art. I love it.
0: All right. Well, one of my favorite storylines um that you just made me aware of coming out of this off season. <laughs> um, I unfortunately, guys, was supposed to be at the Taylor Swift concert at ATT Stadium with the one and only Megan Murray. And you know what? Uh, Mother Nature had other plans for me because I got sick. So I didn't get to witness it in all its glory. Um, but don't worry, I have tickets to, to another one of her concerts. So it's all gonna be okay. But I need to get a quote um from you, Megan, on your official review. And then um some funny conversation topics came out of Taylor Swift's concerts in town, which we will get to next. But before we go into that, a quick review
1: um oh my god so it was the best night of my life um i had so much fun i was dancing the absolute entire time even during folklore and evermore which are typically like lower energy songs your girl was still out there getting her groove on so don't even worry about that but they also she also played two of my favorite songs which if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, you have not heard them because they are not on the radio. It is Death by a Thousand Cuts and Clean. Those are two of my favorite songs by her. And it's the fact so that she fun. played them as her surprise songs when I was at this, when I was at the concert, is means that she loves me the most. So I'm sorry to the rest of you, you people that will go see her shows, but it's about me.
0: The piano in Death by a Thousand Cuts is just like pure art.
1: They're just the best songs. And the fact that like clean inspired a movie and the person who wrote like the person who wrote the movie was like, I love clean so much. I'm going to use this to write a storyline about like a couple um, and like, you know, their breakup and how they have to like kind of let each other go and all this stuff. And then Taylor saw that movie and wrote the song Death by a Thousand Cuts it's just the best story it really is anyways if you haven't listened to them they're very fun and i love them and you should listen to them figure it out people um well if you're
0: already tired of taylor swift talking you're like this is a cowboys podcast there is a relevant tie guys because you know what she did play at AT at&t stadium the first artist to have three sellout performances back to back to back in three nights i mean we are not surprised that she remains the queen but um Taylor Swift did as Taylor Swift and only Taylor Swift does in that regard. But she also did something that uh, no one else does, too, (laughs) which is address the lighting situation in the facility by hanging curtains over the end zone windows that caused so many issues and blind many a quarterback and player during those 3 p.m. games that – for some reason jerry jones has not uh chosen to address himself and the internet is ablaze i mean the tweet that started it all was this well I'll, <laughs> go ahead yeah, please, please i was gonna say like it, 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 the, you were there so uh, you know
1: did you even well, like I'm, of, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's not just a taylor so show where this happens like they do that at wrestlemania i think they had it closed for luke Combs. it's like per artist or whatever and it makes a lot of sense because like you don't like you need to set the mood like sometimes they like when it's this time of year when you start at a certain time it's still a little light outside makes all the sense um but they they do do it it's not unprecedented for whatever reason everyone decided to get a bee in their bonnet this weekend because i guess i mean that's such a she's a it's so huge. It just brought a lot of people a lot of attention. But then, yeah, the the tweet that uh, Kelsey is about to tell you about, like really got people going.
0: It was a um former star telegram employee, Lena Blitz is how I'm gonna say her name. But have you guys ever seen the meme where it's like the little girl looking over her shoulder back of the camera as the house in front of her is ablaze, like this is the only way I can describe what this woman did on the Twitter this past weekend with the Taylor Swift concert and said curtain saga. And she just tweets, she's like, so Jerry won't put up curtains for the Cowboys, but he will for Taylor Swift because priorities and posts a photo of said curtains over the windows at AT AT&T stadium, throws the grenade in the air and promptly walks away. (laughs)
1: Basically. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) every, everyone got very upset about it. But like, if you let's look back at like the most recent history where this was like, no, I wouldn't even say it's the most recent, but something that everyone will still have feelings about to this day, like the playoff loss against San Francisco at home. Like there was right before halftime, um, Dak Prescott was looking for Cedric Wilson on a play and they should have gotten to field goal position, but the sun blinded this man and he missed the ball and we did not get those points. Right. Also, Brian Anger bounced a punt off the giant jumbotron um and that was because he couldn't see. Correct. The man couldn't see. Like so <laughs> after all of that happened, um he, you know, he went to town and he was just like this is it. I'll read what he said. He said, "I wish to hell that I had to worry about all I had to worry about was a ball hitting a jumbotron or a little son getting in there." conditions and elements have been a part of football since it was since the first time they played no I am not worried about it that's about 10,000 number 10,000 on my list of things to worry about and no we're not going to do anything about it yeah so (laughs) that happened what two years ago yeah people have been mad about it we it's it's something that comes up every time we play like like Kelsey said every time we play 3 p.m. game like it comes up every (laughs) single
0: When I had seats, (laughs) when I was a a cowboy, my (laughs) my seats were like right in the 300 level, like in the corner section 343, baby. And they were perfect seats to be completely blinded at 3 p.m. So um, while I didn't sit in them often, I heard about it from all of my guests because um, it was definitely a thing. Yeah. I mean, listen he's he is a stubborn old man. and stubborn old men have their issues that they just refuse to address. And this is one of his. And it's been proven time and time and again that there is a solution, although it would look really silly having curtains up on a Cowboys game day, but also,
1: like it would solve a problem. yeah, no, it definitely would I think I don't know. I didn't really get close to these curtains. I don't know where. Like, does it cut off it has to cut off some of the standing room and that's probably part of it. Um I didn't get close to them, so I, I can't I can't confirm nor deny whether or not that affects anything or like where exactly they are. Um but yeah, the if Taylor can be the change we wish to see in the world and make him put some curtains up for those games and like, you know, save our team from making stupid mistakes, like I would love that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm like, I'm even like, is there like a tent we can put on the windows? Like, is that a thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, or is there even like, that? I would, I know window tint is possible. Like, I just got that on my car. Like, what about like those glasses that you can, they are regular glasses during the day. And then when you walk out into the sun, they, they transform into sunglasses. Like, what about that technology? Can we do that? Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel (laughs) like there are options that are not being investigated appropriately. And I hate to be the one, but I'm just saying. Be the transition shades you wish to see in the world. I just feel like there are opportunities to, as at Toyota, we used to say this, Kaizen, continuously improve. And just feels like, you know, we are shown time and time again, there are ways and yet we refuse And by we, I mean, Jerry Jones to address them. But here we are yet again.
1: Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work Oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry,
0: Jerry.
1: It just made me laugh because I was like, yes, we we actually had this. Com- I've had this conversation before because of like, I think it was- Dave noticed it at WrestleMania. And I think he was like holding on to a picture that he never posted because he never didn't want to stir the pot. But he took a picture and was like, put the curtains up, you cowards. <laughs> put the I don't think I ever posted it. <laughs> I just remember getting that text and being like, What? <laughs> He would literally, like, the funny part
0: is, is, like, he would have that. And if he would have posted that when he was with the Cowboys, like, he would have gotten a text so quickly from someone being like, hey, you're going to oh, take that down. He was going <laughs>
1: to wait and post it after he started with Fox. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, good. And then he never did, because he's, like, really not that much of a – he is a little bit of a pot stirrer, but not that to that degree. But yeah. he was, like, talking about how, like, once he started with Fox, that was going to be, like, his first tweet. Yeah. Because no one could tell him to take it down. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Is no, it, well, for sure. If not definitely to try to do that at the time, it would not go well.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, um, speaking of controversies, there was one of the biggest controversies, I feel like, in my tenure of working directly with the team was the release of Hall of Famer. Well, quickly soon to be Hall of Famer, but we all knew he was going to be DeMarcus Ware. When I will never forget the day that it actually happened, I remember looking at Nick Eatman and he was just like empty inside. Like you could just tell, like it was like a very surreal moment for all of us, I think, in the building. And I'm sure Cowboys fans just across the nation felt it too. It was just kind of nuts. And then, you know, I don't know if you want to call it salt in the wound, but also like everyone still loves him. So like watching him go win a Super Bowl somewhere else, like good for him. But also I was like, see, he had something in the tank. Anyways, um all that to say. Demarcus Ware is and has been back in Dallas and, you know, likes to pop into the star occasionally, but he did pop into the star very recently because he made the decision on who he is going to ask to induct him into the Hall of Fame come this fall. Megan, your thoughts on it being the one and only Jerry Jones who ultimately, yeah, he gave him his call to begin his career but he also was one of the ones and i think it was that was one of the points of time where we were like oh god steven's really taking the reins but you could definitely say like i guess he also was the one to like let him see the door as
1: well are you surprised at all yeah i mean that's a good point um he even was like making a joke about like oh for his 30 visit or whatever yeah like even stems back a little further which is really cute um but yeah, I think it was, It was, the video is really cute. If you haven't seen it, go to dallascowboys.com and check it out. Um, but yeah, when he walked in the room, you could tell he was like nervous to ask him because he was a little bit fumbling over his words at first. <laughs> um, but him and Jerry obviously have a very special bond and it was apparent. And like, they, there's a lot of respect in that room. Um, so I imagine when he did have to let him go, it wasn't like, without you know expressing that um because they clearly maintain a good relationship demarcus lawrence come or lawrence where it comes around the team all the time um so yeah i mean he's a he's a mentor to these like the young defensive guys and he's you know always he takes a video every time watching the cowboys games there's no love lost there it was always mutual respect and you love to see that because you know obviously it doesn't always end up that way um you know business is business but for them there's a very special bond and it was really cute to watch him ask him that and like jerry was obviously very um excited he got all giddy
0: i know i was really happy to see him do that as well i mean honestly there's something about the cowboys like playing for them like even if you go and play somewhere else like it always just feels like home. I will say, I mean, as a former employee, like it's, it is like, I, people joke all the time. They're like, wait, did you leave the Cowboys? And I'm like, low key guys. I haven't worked there full time in like seven years, but like, I'm still, (laughs) they can't get rid of me. And like, they don't want to, like, they always like have me around in like some capacity, whether it's like as a client in my marketing capacity, or like, you know, if I go on and do a podcast with them, like things, it's just like a very family vibe. And I just, I know that is spread through on the player side too. Like, it's just, it, I will say like, that is like one of the cool parts. I mean, especially like if you're a legend, like DeMarcus Ware, like obviously you're going to be welcome back in the doors. And I don't know. I, I think it was the right call to choose him because it would have been weird to see him like ask someone with the Broncos. Like you, I, you know, if you ask, I would say 99% of people, when you say DeMarcus Ware, the first thing that's going to come to mind is Dallas Cowboys. Like, even though he won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, like, whatever. Like, it's just, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's just, he is a cowboy for life and the end. And obviously, you know, who better to induct a cowboy for life than Jerry Jones? But the photo on DallasCowboys.com is also hysterical. You need to look at that, too. Like, the, the grin, like the sly grin that Jerry Jones has on his face right now is hilarious.
1: <laughs> he's like that's right come home to daddy <laughs> yeah
0: he's like he's like who's your who's your dallas daddy
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's your dallas daddy yeah no you're right it would have like yes he won a super bowl there and we i think all of dallas was really rooting for them for them because of him in that moment um you know because he really we got we got close a couple times with him and it was nice to see him get what he deserves, which is a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And also, it's gonna be great to see him get into the Hall of Fame. But yeah, Dallas is like he does do a lot of stuff with the Broncos too. Like it's not like he ignores them, but the way that like he is, I feel like he's he calls Dallas like his Peyton home
0: Manning. still. Like it's like Peyton Manning with the Broncos, where like obviously he was a coach, right. but like he's so ingrained with the Broncos still, like. It doesn't feel like that. It it's yeah. totally different.
1: Right. No, you nailed it. That that's totally right. Um it just it feels right that it's Jerry. It's like it's kind of fun.
0: It feels right. Um okay, well one other okay. thing that feels right to me is actually for once looking at the depth chart and not hating my life. Um especially as it pertains to coming <laughs> out of free agency, which is kind of an alarming feeling as a Cowboys fan. I'm telling you, you could every year, year in, year out, you could hand me $5,000 and be like, Well, take, you're going to take this $5,000 if the Dallas Cowboys make some significant moves in free agency. I'd be like, Well, I guess I'm broke because I'm not going to see that. Like, you know that. <laughs> and Steven and Jerry Jones and Will McClay laughed in all of our faces this off season and made some significant moves you know, granted, these are guys that have seen maybe better days in their career, but I wouldn't say they're on the level of like some of these has-beens that are going to come and have, you know, some good, good resumes and not even make the roster. Like that's not going to be the case with Stephon Gilmore. Like I do not imagine that happening, but there is another Dallas article by our dear friend, Patrick Walker, that you guys should take a look at, which gives you a pretty good snapshot of, the depth chart and Meg, I want to get your thoughts too. Like, how are you personally feeling? Because I know on the offensive side of the ball, like we're like, Oh, like that was sad to lose, you know, obviously Ezekiel Elliott, but I, are you in, in obviously like our tight end situation, like kind of trying to figure that one out, but how are you feeling depth chart wise overall? And then are you having some good confidence going into the draft with our defense? I think like,
1: it was very evident um especially at cornerback last year like we kept getting guys guys were going down left and right dropping like flies and we had to like you know not i wouldn't say pull from the bottom of the barrel by any means because like they're you know they were okay but like when you have your starters and then you can back it up with like guys that you're like i'm totally like 100 cool with this person being in you know, even taking some snaps from, like, the starter every so often. Right. Like, that's a good feeling to have. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want anyone to be dropping, like, flies this year. Like, we need to keep those guys out there. But at the same time, just knowing that you have that assurance and you don't have to go, like, uh, have a complete panic attack whenever something happens um, is a really nice feeling. It's like a breath of fresh air. That's the weight fun. is lifted off your shoulders swag daddy
0: Dan forever basically I mean honestly it makes me laugh because I'm like I someone please remind me Rod Marinelli's defense it was a d-line guy and the the man literally owned a smoothie shop I will send you a love note if you can tweet me the name of this person because I forget but like they took him off the street you guys and he was literally Had a smoothie shop. Like that was what this man was doing. And we were like, hey, we need you to be um on the field. What size shoe do you wear? Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Like, whoops. Like that used to be our lives. That was our lives. That was our lives. And now we're like, oh, we're doing Stefan Gilmore, like Tack McKinley, like people like that actually have uh mean something in this industry. Like it's just, it's it is a a surprise.
1: It's let's not forget that he moved Israel me, 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 Oh, oh I know you're going to do this Yeah. I yeah. know I like I know his name and for whatever reason oh, I can't say it right now. I know. Unless I it's can't. in front of my face. I'm only halfway through my copy so like yeah. when, when I can see the words I can say it. But either way, you know who I'm talking about. Izzy. Yeah. Um they moved him from safety over to cornerback to like help supplement our losses there and like he did so well. It's like DQ can see stuff in these guys. And he's a big reason why a lot of these guys stay. Like, we were we were pretty much talking about LVE being out the door. Yeah. The man stayed and took a team-friendly deal to stay and, like, be in this defense and be with DQ. And then right behind him, you have, like, you've built a good, like, defensive set there. Like, you have Jabril Cox, which everyone in the build, like, everyone is like, oh, well, he must not be that good if he's not on the field. Everyone in the building has been saying, he is starter level. They were doing a different package because they're like having to move stuff around with like what they were losing and yes. they need bigger guys. But you have these good guys that DQ sees a lot in and like at this point, who are we to not trust this man?
0: We are personally thrilled to be here guys. And I don't know so- what we are doing to keep Dan Quinn around, but I'm not going to ask any qualifying questions because Quite frankly, I don't care. And I just want us to continue to do it. Like, I, I don't care. I, maybe we, you know what? What we're probably doing, if we're being honest with ourselves, is like, we are probably, we probably have like outfitted his house and we're like, you get a private chef, you have a private driver, you have a personal concierge. Like, Jerry's like, the benefits though, the benefits package is deep, my guy. And he's like, I can't complain. Like, I can't complain. Like, his wife has like, a built-in yeah. like stylist. She gets her hair blown out every day. She like rolls out of bed, and like there's a person with hand like who has a tray of coffee next to her, and then just tells her, like, would you like your hair coiffed or would you like it in long layers today, ma'am? How about your makeup? Are we going natural or do you want your lashes? And she's like, Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll just like let you guys decide for me. Like, that's my honest theory. Like, that's gotta be what's happening. I'm just saying, I think that's probably it. We love the theory. Thank you. Um,
1: yeah, the funny thing is, I like, can't even see him being like that into all that stuff. <laughs> I like, know. If anything, I, can, I know. Like, it's really maybe she likes that. And I hope she gets everything she wants because she's a queen. Yeah. Um, but like, I can really see them being like really taking care of his family, and I think that at the end of the day means more to him than a lot of things. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been loving who was it? Who has, Wow. Words are hard. Whoever is styling him for like when they do entry to games and stuff like that, Bad. like props, the suits are looking phenomenal. Yes. But you can tell that this man is way more comfortable sitting in his sweats, like sitting on the field with the guys, like, you know, building those personal connections. So I, I don't disagree. Like I give this man a PJ, like whatever he wants, <laughs> let them watch for nothing. Put his like children through like college, like. Get them into the best schools in the world. We'll go find that. him a pin. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> he's like, "Can you put some Coors Light on your leg? I'm good." <laughs> or, sorry, Miller Light. <laughs> I, <bet. laughs> I love it. But I love- like, yeah, just this—the way this guy just—he's just like, just his—he's a player's coach, and I know, if he sees something here uh, that not only um makes me happy for the guys but it makes me happy for us because that's that's some part of our team that we don't have to worry about because we've he, got, a got, good got it
0: thing going a, we love a good thing
1: yeah all
0: right guys well um on that note we'll leave you on a high note we're really thrilled and happy by um everything going on right now <laughs> and jerry get some curtains or else we'll go fund me those too because yeah. <laughs> can do it um guys thanks so much for tuning in we do appreciate it make sure you are subscribed to the Vlog and the boys podcast where you get your podcast whether well, spotify apple itunes or stitcher also came okay, on come hang out excuse me with megan and i on social media i'm on instagram at hey kelsey charles i'm also on twitter at kelsey underscore charles and megan
1: is at meg murray with four r's on instagram and twitter
0: All right, guys, um, there's some really important words we need to make sure we always leave you with, and they will always be relevant no matter what, Megan, those are.
1: Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. Never seen a real bird. Nope, not
0: real. Bourgeoisie.